welcome to the All Things Reality TV podcast. My name is Laith. I'm here with Champagne. Today is going to be a very Champagne-heavy episode. For everybody <laughs> out there who doesn't really care to listen to my voice, you'll be listening to mostly Champagne for this episode. So a couple weeks back, Champagne went to the, the Hearts of Reality uh, fundraiser event where she went and she met all the different reality stars from Big Brother, Survivor, The Challenge, The Amazing Race, all these different reality shows that we love to cover. So she's going to be telling us her experience, um, and I'm just here to ask questions and make questions comments so champagne get us started set the scene for us I, tell us about this event Walk oh my gosh i'm so excited to finally tell this story um i have to keep it a, a little bit short because Leith has to go laser tagging i'm sorry <laughs> i had to add that <laughs> i'm tired um, of this hate can you just get the story started please since it's gonna be so long so let's set this scene here. It is Friday, December 10th. I just get in from my flight. Great flight. Nothing wrong with it. Um, I'm texting Rachel and Chelsea, the girls I'm staying with. I'm like, hey, where are you? They're like, we're at the bar. And so I'm like, okay, cool. Meet up with them. Start talking to them for a little bit. Out of nowhere, mind you, there's a separate event that all of these reality TV stars, um, they're at this separate event, right? So... Right now, the hotel's looking pretty lonely. We're looking around. We don't really see anyone. And then all of a sudden, comes into the bar very loudly. We see and hear Kevin from BB19. And we were kind of like, what the heck? Like, this is so weird. This is my first interaction of seeing anyone. So, of course, I introduce myself. Rachel and Chelsea introduce herself. And we just start talking this whole time. Um, it gets very interesting. Now, Kevin is someone... What did you just, guys talk about? He's just someone of many, many stories. First of all, unfortunately, um, he wasn't able to stay for the event. He was supposed to stay all week, but he um, just lost his friend to a heroin overdose. So... That, unfortunately, was going on, so he had to leave the next morning. So, luckily, we had the time to actually sit down and have a long conversation with him before he was able, you know, before he left. Um, man, he this man, remind you, he has, what, eight kids, seven daughters. He has a whole Jeez, family. Really? Yeah, a whole family. He's telling me all about his family. He's telling me how he grew up in the slums, um, talking about how he... You know, his dad went to jail, his brother went to jail. Like, just all this trauma and crazy things that happened in his life. Just hearing those stories are like, wow, definitely had thick, thick skin, you could tell. But I don't, he's just so funny to me because it's like you meet him and he's just so overwhelmingly confident. And he, this man's like 60 years old, right? He's talking about how good he looks, his hair, his drip. He's talking about his watch, his sneakers. Like, he's just going on and on. The funny thing is, though, as I'm talking to him, he goes, do you need some money? And I'm like, what? What? And he goes. Yes, if you wanted money? (laughs) Yeah. He's like, do you need money for the weekend? Like, I can give you some money. And I'm like, no, I don't want to take your money. What? I would have said, yes, yes. uh, Yeah, I'm so poor. (laughs) I know you would have said that. No. (laughs) He was very generously offering. He had $60 in his wallet that he was about to hand to me, and I just couldn't take it. (laughs) (gasps) And you said no? Well. Are you you crazy? (laughs) Uh, Towards the end of the weekend, we find out that actually when he was on his flight home, Elena from BB19 actually had his credit card. Like, somehow he was so drunk, he ended up losing his credit card, and Elena had it while in Orlando, and he's flying back. So, (laughs) this man has lost everything, but I tell my name Champagne, 
And immediately he starts going, you want a drink? And I'm like, yeah, I could take mimosa. So, you know, one mimosa coming. Just he's drinking. drinking mimosa on a Friday night. <laughs> yeah, with him. He's getting a drink. He, mind you, he's, you could tell he's pretty hammered. He's pretty pretty fucking hammered and so then he starts you know i drink it really fast and then he goes you want another one and i'm like yeah <laughs> and then drink it again third round comes and i'm like oh no you don't have to and he goes no i insist so third round comes up to a fourth round so i've had literally four mimosas that kevin is on kevin's bill and each mimosa is like five dollars because i saw the bill so i end up twenty dollars worth of mimosa he just started giving me, and I was like, wow, this is the dream, to have Kevin from BB19 literally give me four mimosas. What, what, the, what the heck? And then I could kind of get the vibe that he kind of – I feel bad saying this, but he was kind of whispering to me, like, who are the friends you were with? And I'm like, oh, like, this is the first time I'm meeting them. And he's like, yeah, they're kind of weird. They're kind of strange. He, he said that to you? Oh, yeah. He, he called, whispered he it. Called. He whispered it in my ear. <laughs> and I could tell right off the bat, he definitely thought that they were kind of weird. They were kind of out there. And he saw me as more, like, normal and casual. So he's pretty hammered, right? And he invites me to go up to his room. And I'm thinking, this man's fucking hammered. I already have four mimosas in me. Mind you, I probably, like, starved the whole day. I think I had literally almonds from the Delta flight. That's all I had that day. And so I'm like, no, nah, maybe this is not a good idea. Mind you, like, it, it was all going to be innocent. He starts insisting and he's saying, I'm not going to hurt you. You don't have to worry about me. Then he starts saying that job. What? Why would he just jump to that? I'm not I don't know because he, he saw that I was hesitant, like, to come up to his room, like his hotel room. And then he starts, like, whispering his hotel room to me. And I'm like, okay. And then he starts telling me that Josh and Fessy are in his room. And I was like, what? There's no way Josh and Fessy are in your room while you're downstairs. Was he just trying to lure you there? I don't know. Oh, Josh and Fessy are up there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Right? So then I'm walking back. So Kevin goes up to his room and he tells me his hotel number. So I'm like about to come up, right? And then as soon as I'm walking past the pool area, I look and I see this guy with a beard and he has a hat on and he looks very, very similar to Donnie from BB16. And I'm thinking in my head, there's no way that's Donnie because Donnie's not on the celebrity list, you know, the reality TV list. There's a list of mm -hmm. people you all see who's all going to be there. Donnie was not one of them. So I'm thinking there's no way that's Donnie. And then I do a double take and he's looking at me and I'm like, I go up to him. I go, are you Donnie? And he goes, well, sure I am, with, like, his accent and all. And I go to hug him, and he's sitting there. Do you remember Steve, the winner of BB-17? Mm -hmm. So he was sitting there with Steve's mother, okay? And she was, like, volunteering. What? Yeah, so she was volunteering. And so, I, mind you, I'm supposed to be in, like, Kevin's room right now. And I'm just, I'm like, oh, my God, Donnie's here. Like, I got to talk to Donnie because he says he's not staying for the whole week. Like, he was just coming down and meeting everyone. So I'm like, I got to take this opportunity now to talk to Donnie. So we're talking. Oh, my gosh. I was like, my dad absolutely loves you. I ended up getting on a FaceTime call with my dad. And it just made my dad's day. And I was like, Dad, this is Donnie from BB16. Like, you got to talk to him. He was talking to my dad. Donnie is the sweetest man ever. I ended up talking to him for probably 30 minutes right then <laughs> guess what happens? what happens i see kevin walk down and he's looking for me <laughs> and he's like he was on the hunt for you he was on the hunt for me so then he comes up to me and he like whispered he's like when are you coming up and I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> he was like, he wanted to do some what? <laughs> he really went back out of his. That's so funny. That is so. I'm funny. not like I'm not even kidding. Any 
every story I tell is 100% real. I am not exaggerating or lying about everything. And so, I remember you FaceTime me while you were talking to him, and he, he did not want to talk to me. He only wanted to talk to you. He did not care. Where are you talking about? And you're like, Kevin? Oh my God, guess who I'm talking to? And I'm like, who? And then it's Kevin. I'm like, oh my God, hey, Kevin. He's like, hey. And then he just like turns to Champagne and keeps talking to her. I'm like, damn, like, he does not care about me. He only he only had eyes for you. No, he didn't. He didn't really like Rachel or Chelsea either. Like, I could just tell immediately right away. But, um, so then he comes down. He's like, when are you coming up? He like nudges me on the shoulder. And I'm like, oh, just in a little bit. Kind of brush it off. So he's like, okay, my, and he tells me his room number once again. I'm like, okay. He walks back upstairs. And then I end up talking to Donnie and, and Steve's mom for another like fucking 30 minutes, right? And then dead ass, he comes down again to look for me. I'm not even kidding. He comes down again and he goes, so what's the deal? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just talking to Donnie. And he goes, so are you coming up to my room or what? Josh and Fessy are there. And I'm like, oh, I forgot to tell you. And mind you, he, while we're at the bar, he keeps insisting like, are you 21? Are you 21? Are you 21? Like, don't lie to me. You know, it was like, yeah, I'm 21. And he's like, okay, he keeps saying, like, there's drinks upstairs or whatever. So that, you know, it sketches me out a little bit. But at the same time, I look back and I'm like, it would have been harmless. So he comes down twice to look for me. And I think he goes back upstairs and kind of gives up. <laughs> he realizes I'm not fucking coming. And fast forward, I end up finding that it was actually true. Fessy and Josh were in his hotel room, and I am beating myself up after this. Uh, they 100% were in his hotel room, and I'm ugh, beating myself because that would have been so cool. But, um, and then, so after I'm talking to Donnie and Steve's mom for a long time, I had such a great conversation. They were like getting to know me. They were getting to know my life. You know what I mean? Like they were genuinely, Donnie is such a sweet man. I remember, uh, Christine from BB16, remember how she would go on live and say, Donnie's fake, Donnie's fake, Donnie's fake. You remember that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Christine from so, BB16. She's yeah. on TikTok. Yeah. So in my head, I'm like, oh, he's fake. Like, he's no. I genuinely believe Donnie is the exact man you've seen. And he was telling me, like, insider info. Remember that one veto competition where it was like you were, you were in the dark and they were grabbing those bones? And Christine mm-hmm. was helping, I think it was Cody and um, the, uh, the cowboy guy. What, what was his name? Uh, Beast Mode Cowboy. Beast Mode Cowboy. Yeah, and he was telling me that during production, like, production actually said, Christine, you have to stop. So he knew during that competition that Christine was trying to throw it. And production said that. But they, you know, they didn't air that on TV. But yeah, he said during that competition, um, production was like, Christine, you need to stop. So... That's how he knew. But he started telling me all about... That's so interesting that they that they made her stop. Like, if that's how she wants to play the game, if that's not breaking any actual rules, I don't understand how Well, can... yeah, because technically she was trying to help the other team. But, like, yeah, I get your point, too. But, yeah, that's what he told me. So I thought that mm. was very interesting. And then all of a sudden, everyone comes down. And I'm like, holy shit, like, everyone... And, and Donnie is here. We see Cliff right away. And Cliff's like, hey! come talk to champagne this is champagne champagne this is cliff and i'm like oh i know cliff obviously and then all these people are walking by from bb 21 yes from 21 and everyone's walking by and donnie is introducing me to literally everyone that comes by he's like hey you know champagne like she's awesome like every person that's walking by he's introducing me to and he's just such a great man so phenomenal and um 
that was really cool. I ended up talking to Cliff. Cliff is the exact person you would expect on TV. Oh, I also met Nicole Anthony. Um, she was super sweet, very like very petite, kind of like very sweet, but very you kind of get that very like timid. You know, you, you just have an interaction with her. You can tell she's very timid. Not, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say socially awkward, but just you know, very polite, but kind of shy at the same time. Um, I was talking to Cliff for the longest time. Now, Cliff, do you remember how, okay, so Cliff has Cliff Notes, which is on YouTube, and I would be an avid watcher of Cliff Notes, loved him, so he's just the exact person you would expect on TV, exact same guy. Um, <laughs> I know we, I know I've already talked to you about this, and mind you, I'm wearing a black sweatshirt and a and black leggings. I am looking absolutely not my best. I just got off a plane and I was talking to these people. And that's why I was so confused why Kevin wanted me up in his room. Because I'm like, I do not look good right now. Like, I'm looking absolutely trashy right now. And so I meet Lauren Ashley Beck, right? She recognizes me immediately. We Love hug. her. Friend of the podcast. Our first guest ever. Yes. Yes. Our first guest ever. <laughs> the first thing she says to me was, oh, honey, you need to change. <laughs> I was like, she's so funny she is so funny i don't blame her you were at a big big event and you had the nerve to show up looking all musty i don't blame her she was Stop. looking out for you i can't she was handle- trying to be your friend and look out for you and you took offense to that i stand by by lauren ashley i can't handle you calling me musty that is extremely offensive i didn't i didn't call I, i'm just taking the i'm just interpreting the situation i wasn't there i didn't know what you looked like you told you admitted it yourself. Good. I was not looking good at all. And she goes, "Oh, honey, you need to change." So then, Lauren Ashley Beck, I I'm on her side here. You should have you shouldn't have look, showed up to the event. So you know like what that. I do? I stop socializing. I go straight to the room and change. <laughs> Literally, like when Lauren Ashley Beck tells you to change, you fucking change. So I go straight to the room. If she tells you you're not looking good, you gotta make sure you're looking good because that's unacceptable. Right. And so I had met Alia from TikTok, and Alia introduced me. Or well, I already knew Daniel. From from the circle season three and um daniel and alia are really good friends out you know in the real life and so alia was texting me like hey we just got back from the event where are you and i'm like oh i'm in my room changing and i remember i facetimed you late and i was like oh my god kevin just bought me these mimosas right yeah. <laughs> and so i was like oh my god i was changing and then um walk downstairs i meet alia it was great i met daniel it was great um alia's boyfriend i was hanging out with this girl named um amanda she's from orlando um also mind you steve it was actually steve's birthday and um i remember bb17 B- yes steve from bb17 uh-huh. and um i felt definitely kind of bad about them so there was a situation where um every this is what i heard from other people um that they were actually in elena's hotel room and elena was kind of like pouring drinks to people and steve had walked in and they basically told him to leave like high like high school bullying (gasps) oh my god wait whoa i didn't know that 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 that's some drama yeah wait so elena elena from big brother 19 who else is in the room uh rachel and chelsea were in the room and oh the two people you were staying yes okay and um, we don't care about them i don't i don't care about them give me the reality tv stars (laughs) um i can't i think kyland was in there i can't remember exactly yeah i can't remember exactly who else was in there i marie might have been in there (gasps) because no not marie well elena (laughs) and marie were sharing the same challenge right I'm trying to think there was a girl from Survivor Ghost Island that was staying with them too. I think Libby, I think from Survivor Ghost Island was staying with them as well. Oh, okay. Um, 
I'm I'm not trying to put, insinuate anything. No, but, but basically that, that was the situation them. that happened. And um, I heard from other people that it was a very, very uncomfortable situation. And then they just straight mm. up left because they did not like the bullying that they saw. So, so Steve just walked in and he like walked in. I can't like... remember exactly. I wasn't there for this, but this is what I heard. So Steve walked into the hotel room and they kind of shooed him away and told him like to not come in. And so he just Jeez. left on his birthday. This is birthday. alleged, by the way, you guys. We weren't witnesses to this. We don't want to drag anyone through the So mind, that was damn. really upsetting. We were all planning to sing happy birthday to him. Um, <laughs> and I feel like he just wanted to feel included, but he just didn't feel included. Um, oh, poor guy. I know. At least he won Big Brother, though. He exactly. To sleep happy. Um, and his mom was telling me, his mom was telling me all these tricks and tips about like how to get your audition tape. Um, I actually did not speak to Steve that long. I share, think, share, share those uh, tips no, and tricks that we want to hear. No, that's a little confidential for me and me only, but. <laughs> okay, then why do you even talk about it? I don't want to, I don't want you to, I, that's like when people say I have a secret, but I can't tell you. I want to hear the secret. Give me the secret, please. Okay. Well, I'm not telling you, but, um. What? Then we're done. I'm hanging up. We're done with this podcast episode. I am not moving forward until I hear what she told you. I forgot an important detail from Kevin. He told me how he actually got casted on Big Brother. And I love this story because if you go back and watch the season, he knew nothing about Big Brother. Um, I remember who came in on his season. I think it was... Nicole and Victor like came back on a season and I remember he was like who who are those people (laughs) like something like that but yeah Kevin knew absolutely nothing about this reality tv show so what had happened he was in New York where he's from he was roaming around the streets and then he was trying to go to this one specific place and he thought it was in this like place and he saw a line and it was like girls and guys and so he was like oh what what the heck there's a line so he decides to stand in the line Mind you, then there's this. And it was an open casting call for yes, Big Brother? Yes, basically, yes. So this guy was walking around and he was saying like, hey, what's your name? Like trying to get all this information. So then he gets to Kevin, right? And he's like, what's your name? What's your age? Like asking all these like, you know, stuff for the casting call. And Kevin, go- like he gets extremely offended. He goes, man, who the fuck are you talking about? Like, why are you, why are you trying to get my information? Because Kevin doesn't know what's going on, right? And he's uh-huh. just like. He's just like, uh, the casting producer says, uh, I just need questions from you. So what Kevin does, Kevin, like, like he walks away and brushes him off the shoulder. And he goes, man, fuck off. <gasps> to the casting producer? Yeah. <laughs> okay, noted. Be rude to casting producers. <laughs> so the casting producer actually chased him down. And Kevin was like, man, don't talk to me. I don't know who you are. The casting producer's chasing him down. And he goes, he goes, listen, I'm a casting producer. I want you to be on my show. And he goes, man, shut the fuck up. He's like not believing this, right? And the casting producer's like, I cast Big Brother. I want you to be on my show. So he is like now interested. And he actually calls one of his, you know, seven daughters. And he goes, do you know this? Do you know this show called Big Brother? And the daughter was like, Oh my god, absolutely. He goes, Well, I have this guy holding me down saying he wants me on a show. And the daughter goes, Dad, you need to take it. Like, listen to this guy. And so Kevin's like, All right, whatever, I'll do it. And that's how he got casted, was being rude because he a- just think of the luck that happened. He accidentally stands in a line that he thought was for another place and he be he's rude to the casting producer literally 
literally walks past him just trying to do his job literally that's so funny <laughs> and he was saying like he knew absolutely nothing about the show but he remembered one of his daughters watched it and so that's why he was like okay i'll do it then and that isn't that so crazy though that's funny yeah that's crazy okay so i so i'm down at this party now sorry i got a little sidetracked down at the party talking to everyone um i was talking with daniel for a long time who i was talking to tommy for a long time um oh and then i got an interaction with xavier right out of nowhere he was just walking past the bar xavier from big brother 23 yeah and it was so interesting because i remember i was talking to i had met this guy named luke he is a pilot and he actually was on this reality tv show called the totem pole and um and then i was talking to uh, i was with alia's boyfriend all three of us were together and the create like it was so weird because xavier walks out of the bar and just intrudes in our conversation like literally like intrudes in our conversation like we weren't even talking to him he comes in and we're like oh hey like <laughs> it was just super weird and we were like oh my god hi and then he looks at me and he goes do i know you and i'm like no we've never met and he goes you look really familiar are you the girl from tiktok and i'm like uh, xavier said that? that's what xavier and you know what's so funny because he intruded on our conversation because he he said he thought he recognized me wow that's a flex isn't that crazy though and so i was like oh my god like yeah like i have a reality like tiktok like why aren't you following it mr bartender i don't know we were like making this joke i showed him i told him that my pod or <laughs> Lath and I, uh, we picked him as a winner pick, and I was showing him my entire list, and uh, he was like, hey, you got, like, the little sis and I, you know, Hannah and I, for first and second. Um, we had, I had a great conversation with him. It was funny because we were talking about champagne. He didn't, he didn't believe me, and then we started joking about being a bartender, and he was just describing us as drinks. He said, I was a Pinot Grigio. He said, <laughs> he said Luke was a sexy red wine. And he said Alia's boyfriend is a Bud Light seltzer. Like, it was just so funny. Like, he's just such an up, like, very lighthearted guy. He actually, like, took the time to get to know us. Uh, so I'm in Michigan right now. He's from Kalamazoo, Michigan. But I was born and raised in Wisconsin. And now he's in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So he's literally from the two states that I'm from. So we got to know I just got to know a lot about him and he got to know a lot about my personal life. So my interaction with Xavier was off the charts. Absolutely loved him. Um, I can't remember who else we all met. I remember talking to Tiffany very briefly. I remember saying... Tiffany also from Big Brother 23. Tiffany from Big Brother 23. Um, I remember seeing her and I was like, hey, Tiffany, where are you from? <laughs> I remember saying that. And... Uh, I was like, I'm from... Because you're both from Michigan. I, I was like, I'm from a suburb of Detroit. And she's like, I'm from Birmingham. And I'm like, oh my God, this is literally like a 30-minute drive. Like, that's so crazy. And then walks away. Like, straight up, <laughs> like, straight up walks away. I love her. She's so awesome. You you had a few minutes to ask her the important questions and that you chose to ask her where she lived. She was done. She was done. I had 30 seconds you, with her. You had your chance. You had your chance and she was she was having none of it. I, I support that fully. Love you, Tiff. And then this other guy that was hanging out with me, he was another fan, literally like hands her uh, his dab pen and then she hits it. 
I was like, okay. Actually, it was funny because the first hit she took, she goes, it, it's not working. And he goes, you just need to suck on it harder. And so the second- She said it's not working. <laughs> she's she's such a mom. She's such a, she's such a 40-year-old mom. Dude, she wasn't even inhaling it. That was the funniest part. And then the second time, she took like the shortest inhale. It was so funny. And then just straight up walks away. So I was like, okay, whatever. That Okay. Um, I remember seeing Frenchie repeatedly. Or, oh my God, that's not even a word. <laughs> but- he was really close with, you know, Rachel and Chelsea. Every time he walked past me, he would look at me and just keep walking. Like, it was super, super weird. He would avoid me at all costs. Didn't even introduce himself. Super, super weird. And I was actually on literally an Instagram live with him. Like, we met on Instagram live. He knows who I am. He knows my TikTok. We literally asked him to come on the podcast. Uh, I remember I talked to Brent that night, too. Um, I had, like, sold him my name was Champagne. And the funniest thing is, he literally brought up, he was like, oh, my God, like, if we were married, your name would be Champagne Champagne. Oh, he's, he was flirting with you. And I was like, I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck? And I was like, we were joking. We're like, okay, like, when's where's the proposal? Like, when is it? Like, when are we getting married, you know? No, he was actually really cool. Um, Definitely a lot shorter than I expected. Definitely a lot shorter than I expected. And Frenchie wasn't as hick-like as I expected. I don't know why when I think of Frenchie, I think of fucking overalls. He just looked like a normal dude. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm trying to think. Oh, there was a karaoke bar. That was really cool. Bo from BB6. He was on the karaoke. He was singing to Britney Spears. Absolutely loved it. And I actually got to talk to Sandra too because Sandra and I were actually hyping Bo up. We were like, all right, get it. And so I talked uh, Sandra. She was sipping on her drink. I was talking to her for a little bit. She was dancing. The legend Sandra Diaz Twine. Yes, I was dancing with Sandra for a little bit. We were we were just vibing, you know. And I was just trying to get her to, you know, be a beat. You know, she was really fun, though. I talked to her for a little bit. I just kept hyping her up. I was like, not the queen herself. I just literally showered her in compliments because as I should. Oh my god. So everyone, you know of like the LeBron family, like Cole LeBron, Savannah LeBron, the one with like three kids. It's like Evie, Posey. Mm-hmm. They got popular on Vine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know that family. So Cole and his mother, Sherry LeBron, were on The Amazing Race together. And Sherry LeBron was actually at this event. And I was like, that's like really funny like I don't know I just thought it was super funny because literally his kid is like super famous and um Sherry's out here like super hammered her boobs are like out like so crazy I was like oh my god that's literally the first thing my eyes went to it was crazy she's out here like just downing jello shots and I'm like where the fuck is everyone getting these jello shots like I remember Mark um Alia's boyfriend and I we were just like where are these jello shots we're looking around everyone has one in their hand right all of a sudden these two girls come around with Sherry Sherry's just handing us random jello shots she has a blue raspberry she has like a rosé she has a champagne one green apple one like so many and literally, Sherry and the, these two other girls, they literally brought upwards of like, I can't remember how many they said, like 200 jello shots. 200. And they were just handing them out like candy. It was so crazy. They were like, yeah, we need to get rid of them. So she's just out here handing us. She's now my favorite Amazing Race competitor. I haven't even seen her season. No, automatically. she's out here handing me. I think I had at least six. And then when we were leaving, she handed me an entire like bucket full. I was like, oh my, she's like, yeah, we need to get rid of them. I was like, oh my God. So she's just out here handing me random jello shots. So I'm talking to Sherry. She's super funny. And I'm like, oh, I started talking to Sherry because Donnie introduced me to her. So I'm talking to Sherry. She's 
telling me how Cole um, and Savannah are pregnant with their fourth kid. She's like, yeah, I'm going to have a fourth grandbaby. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, why did I not know about this? And she starts saying the gender reveal is going to be tomorrow. Like, that's when they're going to announce on social media, right? So I'm like, oh, cool. And this woman, she goes, you want to know, like, a hidden secret? Or, no, an insider secret. And I'm like, what? And she tells me to close my eyes. So I'm sitting here talking to Sherry, closing my eyes. She goes, hold out your hand. And so I'm sitting there with my eyes closed, holding out my hand. And she literally plops a jello shot in my hand. And she goes, open. And I look at it, and it's like a rosé pink one. And I'm like, does this mean it's a girl? And she's like, you're right. And I was like, what? just so (laughs) random like she's just out here telling me her like her gender her gender reveal for her fourth grandbaby and it's not even out to the public so I felt super important I was like every nobody knows but me I know that her fourth grandbaby is a girl um we ended up staying all night Rachel and Chelsea ended up going to the bar with the entire big brother cast like basically the entire big brother 23 and some of the 21 cast were all at the bar with Rachel and Chelsea. Do they care to invite me? Absolutely not. Anytime we mm. hung out, it was kind of like, oh, Chelsea and I are going to do our own thing. Oh, Chelsea and I are going to be off on our own. Like, just did not care to talk to me at all. And then I find out through the rest of the night, they didn't come home till 7 a.m. the next day. So Saturday. They did not come You really come to- missed out on a fun time. <laughs> they didn't invite me. What was I supposed to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, they got an Uber to this bar, like, 40 minutes away. Did not care to invite me, whatever. Um. So, mm-hmm. then they end up telling me. They're like, oh, yeah, we spent the entire night. And we were with Fessy, Josh, and Nelson. They were crossed. They were, like, slurring the, like, the their imitation words. of these girls. <laughs> no, bro. And then they were saying, like, they were with Elena all night. And, I, and Marie, because, you know, Marie were in their hotel. And she's, I don't know, she's, like, saying it's such a good time but i'm like are you really having a good time with them i i don't know i feel like she's just hyping up the story right um who else was in the room they were with frenchie and brent and travis all these sorts of people they said they were with hannah all these sorts so they come home the next day at 7 a.m mind you the event for big brother like the official meet and greets at 10 a.m saturday so i'm up at like fucking 7.30 because our shuttle bus is at 9 o'clock. So I'm getting up, doing my hair, getting ready, and I'm on the couch. So they have one bed. Chelsea and Rachel are in it. I'm on the couch. And I was trying to like wake them up. They ended up wanting to sleep in. And so <laughs> next morning comes around. I'm about out the door alone by myself at 9 a.m. I walk outside of my door. Guess who I see right across from me? Who? Xavier and Kylan were the room right across from me, deadass. So our floor had all the Big Brother people. So the floors were organized by floor one wasn't actually a floor. It was the bar area and that, that, you know, that wasn't actually a floor. Level two was everyone from Big Brother. Level three was everyone from Survivor. And level four was the challenge, the amazing race and the circle. So that's how it was organized. And we just happened to be on level two. So right across from us were Xavier and Kylan, and the door next to us was Hannah Chada. But I didn't actually see Hannah in her room, but she said 
our hotel rooms are right next to each other. So I walk out, I see Xavier and Kyle, and I'm like, oh my god. And Xavier immediately recognizes me. He's like, hey, Champagne, what's up? And I was like, hey, are you guys going to the shuttle buses? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, cool. And so I introduced myself to Kylan. I'm like, hey, my name's Champagne. And he jokes like, hey, I know another Champagne. And I was like, really? And he goes, yeah, Brent Champagne. And I'm like, oh, duh. (laughs) And we're in the elevator together. Just picture this. Me, Xavier, and Kylan are all in the elevator together. We walk down. And we're all walk- walking to you the... You know the first sh- thing I would have said if I was in that elevator? What? I would have been like, hmm, so you guys solved the issues between the nephews? Shut situation? up! No, I, that, I know. <laughs> That's the first thing I would have came to my head if That's I was That's why with them. I was so <laughs> curious, too. Obviously, they got over it. But I was like, why are Xavier and Kyland sharing a room together? I thought that was super, super interesting. But... I mean, Xavier, I mean, Kyland voted for him to win, I think. So, I mean, I'm sure... It was unanimous, so it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he got over it. (laughs) And so, mind you, we're walking to the shuttle bus. I did not know that there were two shuttle buses, one for the reality TV stars and one for the fans. I did not know that. Why? Because I was walking with Xavier and Kylan to the shuttle bus. So they're, of course, walking to the reality TV star one. So I'm on here, and it's kind of like the cool kids are in the back and the lame people are in the front. So I sit in the front because I'm like... You were on the reality TV bus? Yes, yes. Yes, I was on the shuttle bus. And And they just let you on? Well, I look around, and I'm like, oh, my God. I see Nicole Anthony's there. I see everyone from Big Brother 21. Christy, Tommy, Sis, Holly, Cliff, um, everyone from Big Brother 23, Tiffany, Hannah, Brittany, you name it. Everyone's on there. And I'm like, am I the only fan on here? And I'm looking around. And it was later I found out that there were two separate buses, one for the fans, one for the reality TV stars. But because I was walking with Xavier and Kyland, I got on the reality TV bus. So just mind you, I'm over here and everyone else is on TV. I'm like, what the hell? So that's funny. I sit in the front row because I'm like, this is kind of awkward, whatever. And behind me just happens to sit Bunky from BB2. Mind you, you have not seen BB2. I love this man, Bunky. And he's he's like, I think he was like the first gay guy to ever be on Big Brother. And I just remember back then it was just super like homophobic. There would always be like, I've never like interacted with a homosexual. I don't know. I just stuff I just don't like when people say that kind of stuff. And so I was talking to Bunky and there was, it, this was like a 20 minute shuttle bus ride. And we talked the entire time. He was giving me, like, exclusive detail. I don't know. He was just giving me, like, insider info. He was talking about how Dr. Will. He was talking about Boogie. He was talking about, like, the whole dynamic, how his, you know, life changed after the show. But he was so sweet about it. He was like, I don't know if you remember me. And I was like, what? Of course I remember you. You're Bunky from BB2. And I just, he felt, like, out of place for sure because, you know, Big Brother 2 is in 2001 you know and he was you know older he felt out of place i wasn't even alive when that season aired. no it was so funny because bunky was sitting there he was like to be completely honest with you i have not watched big brother 23 he was like can you tell me who the girl with the long braids is and i go oh that's tiffany Tiffany. (laughs) (laughs) he's sitting here he's like can you tell me everyone's name i'm like yeah i got you so i was describing everyone i was like the ones with the bangs that's sarah beth 
And I was like over here. He's he had no idea who all these big brother people were. I was like, it was so funny. We were talking the whole time. And so, um, God, I just loved Bonky. Like it was one of those things where I felt very natural. Nothing was forced. It was kinda like, you know when a conversation ends, you like you're like scrambling, like trying to think of something else. That never happened. It's flowed super nice. And so we get to this event, right? And I'm walking in with Cliff, I'm walking in with Bunky, and um, I walk in and like mind you, because there's two other there's two shuttle buses, I walk in and all of these reality TV stars are prepping. They're literally like getting all their name tags. And this girl walks up to me and she goes, Oh, what show are you from? She said that to you. <laughs> she said that to me. She goes, Oh, what show are you from? And I'm like, Oh, I'm not from a show. I, I'm I'm from the fans. She goes, Oh, how did you how did you get in here? And I'm like, I just walked <laughs> in with everyone else. And and she was like, Oh, you're a fan? Like you need to wait in line. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I had to wait in this line for like 30 minutes. You should have just lied. I know. I'm like, mm, yeah, I'm from, I'm from the Amazing Grace. They were going to fact check me. You know what I mean? Because like they had a name tag for everyone. They had like certain uh, things mm. where you could sign. So they were going to fact check me. And so I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so I was like, okay, guys, I have to wait. I met Brittany. I met, I met Tommy. And, you know, we had the podcast with them. So they knew who I was right away. And it was kind of one of those funny things where it was like, I felt like not a lot of people knew who I was, but I was, like, having great interactions with Tommy and Brittany. I felt like everyone else from Big Brother was like, who is that, and how does she know these people so well? You know what I mean? And um, so I'm waiting, and so she ends up coming a little later, and I meet up with her, and the funny part is we get to the actual event, and her and Chelsea, mind you, wanted nothing to do with me the day before. When I was at this reality event, she was, she would not leave my side, all because she wasn't with her friend Chelsea. Mind you, if Chelsea was there, they would have not talked to me at all. But because she didn't have Chelsea, she was attached at my hip. Jeez, do they know, they know about this beef? You, do they, have you? Oh, have they you, know. Like, them about this beef? Or they just, oh, oh they I know. haven't confronted them at all. But they, they know exactly what's going on. They're just not speaking about it because, you know, two versus one, who has the power? Um, so I'm like, but whatever. And so I'm hanging out with Alia and Daniel this whole time and Alia's boyfriend. And, um, this big brother shows up. Who do I meet first? I'm trying to think. Um, oh, I think I, I think I get a picture with Bunky right away because I was like, oh, Bunky. Um, oh, actually the first person I met with was Danielle from BB14. Oh, the girl that gave her, that used her veto on Dan. So that was the first person I met. I forgot her last name, but yeah, it was Danielle. And so I meet up with her and we got a picture together. She was super, super sweet, super nice. Just gave off like this very warm, like presence about her. So of course, me being the instigator, I ask, how are you and Dan? Just like immediately. And she goes, yeah, Dan and I haven't talked since uh, the finale night. And I was like, what? And she didn't, oh my God. Oh my God. I'm like, you're serious, right? And and he was like, uh, and she was like, yeah, but you know what happened? So this is the tea from Danielle I got. After the show ended, um, Dan Giesling made a book and it was about the three people he coached in life. And I think one of them was from his like church the other one was from his football team, and the other one was Danielle from BB from BB fourteen. He wrote a book about her and didn't even talk to her since then. And and she was one of the characters, like the three people that he taught life lessons to, or like the people he he teached in life, because you know he's a teacher in real life. So, and 
she did not authorize for him to write that at all. So when that came out, she was shocked by that. She had no idea Dan was actually writing this book about her, published it without her knowing. And Danielle said she had no contact with Dan since the finale. She tried to reach out to him after the book was published and she got no response. Jeez. So I am actually very curious. I want to find that book. But it was something like Dan Giesling wrote, like the three people I taught through life or teached through life, something like that. So that's the tea. Danielle and Dan have not spoken since finale night. Uh, That was crazy. Oh, Elena. Elena from BB19. She is honestly not what I expected at all. She is like off the charts, like absolutely hammered. She had like a fan. You know those fan, like those mini fans? She was just waving that at herself, like a mini fan, just had it plugged on. It's Orlando. She was, the girl was hot. (laughs) She was just trying to cool off a little bit. So when we were at the pool Friday night, she was taking pictures, like, by the pool for her OnlyFans. Like, she was making OnlyFans content. Like, literally. She was just trying to get her bag at this free event. I don't blame her at all. As she should. But she's out here saying, like, girls, we got to make our money somehow. And she said. Yes. And so I talked to her. She said. The three months she was on OnlyFans, no promotion. She made 35K. She said after she started promoting it, she made like 100K a month. I mean, which makes sense. She was on Big Brother. People are probably interested in that. But she, oh my, like off the charts. Like when I tell you main character energy, I have never met anyone with that level of main character energy. Like she was the one you looked at. When you went in a room full of Big Brother people, she was the one you recognized. She was loved her but she was just a lot I feel like people who are very introverted cannot handle her but people who are extroverted like she's a vibe you know what I mean so she was definitely mm-hmm. something else um got a picture with Xavier and Aza loved them um got a picture with Brent got a picture with Alyssa now I did not have uh, I talked to Brent obviously with the whole champagne thing we laughed about it I barely spoke to Alyssa which I'm really upset about but um Alyssa oh my god I love Alyssa honestly Alyssa from Brother 23 I was like whatever on her when I watched the show but then when she came off the show and I followed her on TikTok I realized she's like one of the funniest people ever like her TikToks are hilarious I'm a, I'm a fan of hers that's what I thought too because I thought she was kind of bland during the show like came, she was extremely friendly you I could tell like everybody on that cast absolutely loves Alyssa extremely friendly extremely beautiful but I did not have like an actual conversation with substance you know what I mean and like I had a very like can I get a picture and that was it which is very kind of ups- you know sad but whatever took a picture of Brittany obviously Brittany and I knew each other uh, oh my god Sheila oh you didn't watch BB9 Sheila from BB9 absolutely love her she was amazing she was killing it like she looks amazing um I actually had a really good conversation with Annalise and Holly it was one of those things where it's like we didn't have to talk oh mm, I take BB that 21. back yeah from from BB21, I talked to Sis because we both played soccer. So I was asking her, like, what her position was. And, like, I was just talking to Sis about, like, non-Big Brother stuff. Um, that was really cool. But then when I talked to Holly, oh, girl, I was showering her with compliments. I love Holly. After the season um, and hearing everything that happened with Mickey and how she's very, like, you know, female empowerment. And she was saying, like, we don't need a guy that's very toxic. And she was telling me that, like, when you're in the house, like, I asked her about her and Mickey. I'm like, what happened? Like, what went down? She said, when you're in that house, you're so, 
you know, you have such limited resources that it's like you feel like you're in love with this person. So they dated outside of Big Brother for, she said, five months and ended up breaking up in January. She said it was, he was very possessive of her. Um, he was just crazy, like, you can't wear that. Just very, like, not nice human. And she said, you know, she had enough. She had her last straw, so she cut that off. And... She had talked about she was very nervous because, you know, Mickey kind of was, like, blackmailing her with, you know, photos, provocative photos, you know, he could have used against her. Um, So, yeah, her and I had a long conversation with that. I love Holly, and I want her to come on the podcast so bad. Absolutely love her. I met, oh, my God, Sarah Beth. She was, like, the nicest, kindest person ever. Nicest, kindest person. Oh, my God. I, that doesn't surprise me. It, it doesn't surprise me at all. I think she had a lot of unnecessary hate because she took out Derek X. But mm-hmm. in reality, that was an amazing move on her part. I oh, mean, absolutely. Without the knowledge of the cookout, I thought I would have done the same thing in her shoes. And she was a, she was painted as the villain, but... That doesn't surprise me at all. She seemed like a really nice, sweet person. So I'm happy that that happened in in real life. Yes, absolutely. Oh, and then it was really funny because you've seen Big Brother 13, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So there had been this girl there and I'm like, who is this girl? Like I've seen like every season of Big Brother and I do not know who this person is. This person had like long red hair. And I'm like, who is, like she looked like like the mermaid, like Ariel. Ariel. (laughs) Yeah, she looked like Ariel the mermaid. I was like, who is this girl? And then after like hearing her talk i'm like oh my god that's portia from bb13 what wasn't she the runner-up yeah she was the runner-up and i was mind blown because i with her red hair i just wasn't recognizing her and as soon as i meet her she made me laugh so much like honestly such a great interaction with her um i was like oh my god i didn't recognize you through red hair and she starts flipping it around she goes well rachel riley couldn't make it so someone had to show up with the red hair oh a little shade no 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 no. her and rachel are, are good friends no, oh, she, so she okay. was playing it. She was playing it off as like Rachel couldn't be here, so she wanted to make her Rachel like presence. If no, it, it wasn't any shade at all. No, it was really funny. Uh, she made me laugh so hard. She started talking about how she actually got on Big Brother. Guess who got her on Big Brother? Who? Janelle. What? What an honor. Her and Janelle actually worked at the same like bar club. You know how they were like the VIP waitresses. So. Uh huh. They are actually coworkers, and Janelle got her on Big Brother. And I was like, what the heck? And here's also, I had a really long conversation with Portia, love her. So the season of The Amazing Race, the one you're watching right now, she was actually supposed to be there with Janelle. So she and Janelle was supposed oh, to be partners. Oh, so you're saying on The Amazing Race, I think season 31, where she was with Brittany, it was going to be Portia? It was supposed to be Portia, but then they ended up coming back and saying, like, CBS couldn't find a storyline to connect it with. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean... Then they got Britney to be a replacement. That makes sense, because Britney and Janelle were, like, besties on that season. Right. But on BB14. But, you know what is interesting? I'm watching that season right now on that topic. Um, Corinne and Eliza were a pair, but they were never on the same season of Survivor. But they were a team, and they never even mentioned a storyline for them. But So I guess that could have made sense. Yeah. yeah. She was telling me all about how Mike Boogie and uh, Dr. Will were supposed to be on there. And then, you know, last minute something happened where it was like they started talking, like bashing each other about family issues. Yeah, she was telling me all the tea. Um, But yeah, her and Janelle got on and she said, I can't remember exactly who it is, but she said she got two people that she was friends with on Survivor. And 
while I'm talking with her, she starts talking to me. She goes, you remind me exactly of my friend who I got on Survivor. I can't remember her name. And I was like, oh my God, really? And she goes, you know what? I need to get your contact information because I want to talk to producers about you. So <gasps> Portia's out here trying to connect me with producers. I'm like, Did she ever up. follow up with that? Well, the thing is, though, I remember Alia was like, hey, like, the event was about to shut down and I had to get a picture with Hannah. So you I, didn't give her your contact no, info when she wanted to? No, don't worry, though. She remembers who I am. She remembers my name, so I can contact her. I want to get her on the podcast. I love Portia so much. Such a great interaction with her. She she was just hilarious. She was cracking me up and just super, super nice. Um, I met Hannah. Hannah was amazing. So Hannah was telling me that she actually did not... You're talking about Hannah Chada? Hannah Chada. Brother 23. Right. So she was actually telling me that she technically did not sign up for big brother it was actually her friends that kind of convinced her and pushed her to be on big brother she was talking about how she loved you know bailey and davon from last season and then her friends were like okay we need to sit down we we need to make videos for you so they ended up like you know taking videos for hannah and hannah didn't even edit them her friends put together an audition tape for her and sent it in so her friends were the ones that got her on and she said she went through multiple like Zoom interaction calls and she got on. And so that was amazing. She started giving me she literally started giving me tips and tricks. She started giving me like advice about how to get on the show. She she was just overall so amazing. She constantly every time I interacted with her she always knew my name like she like kept a mental check mind you Hannah Chada just followed me on TikTok today that's how much she remembers me she was phenomenal um met Tommy obviously Tommy is from not oh Jessica from BB21 absolutely I had such a great one-on-one conversation with her actually the night uh later that night we went to like a starry night event absolutely loved her the next event happened. That event was the challenge, the circle, and the amazing race. Now, who I met from the challenge? Mark Long, the godfather. He was amazing. Uh, Marie, of course. And the funniest thing is Marie was so hammered. She genuinely did not Love know her. who I was the entire time. I, I would reintroduce myself every single time like, hey, you were on my podcast, honey. I'm Champagne. I'm friends with Laith. And as soon as I mentioned Laith, she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, Laith. Uh-huh. Laith. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <This> whole- <laughs> Love you, Marie. <laughs> oh, my God. Dina from Jersey Shore. Have you ever watched Jersey Shore? Yeah, I mean, who doesn't know what Jersey Shore is, of course. No, but she was super weird. Like, I would try to get a picture with her, and she'd be like, we can only do selfies. What? Was, was she like, pregnant? What? Or was, did I, like, misremember that? I don't know, but she was like, we can only do selfies. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, okay. And they, they had this little signature thing where it was like, you write, like, dear, like, hey, Champagne, like, thanks for all your support and love. Hope to see you on uh, re- uh, TV one day. Or it'd be like, hey, Champagne, um... Thanks for coming out. Hope you the best in life. She literally wrote champagne, Dina. I love that. That would be me. That would be me. I wouldn't really care to write a, a fake note like that. She literally gave zero flying fucks. Love her. She did love not her care. She did not care anyone. No, but like that's the thing. If you're here to meet fans, at least interact with them. She literally did not care about my existence. Um, she was the number one fundraiser for Hearts of Reality for Give Kids the World. She was. She was. So don't. So at least she. Did, she that's that's more than anybody else cares about. She's there for the kids. She wasn't there for you. Oh my. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 
And then, oh my God, the circle. Shuby had the longest line, other than probably Sandra Diaz. Shuby had the longest line I've ever seen. Shuby's line was so long. I made a TikTok with him. And the funniest thing is, though, Shuby was actually super drunk the night before, Friday. He actually lost his voice because he was like screaming. Like, imagine Shu. Oh, you didn't watch the season. Shuby was so hammered. He literally lost his voice. So I was there Saturday, and he was such a hype man. But his voice was at, like, a, a 10%. And he's like, hey, Shuby, what's up? Nice. And I'm like, oh, my God, are you good? <laughs> like, he was trying to be as enthusiastic as possible, but his voice was literally at a 10. It was cracking me up. He was so amazing the entire time. I absolutely loved him. Then I met um, Courtney. Courtney, phenomenal vibes. I literally like, he was obsessed with me too. Like I was not expecting that. And he was talking about his podcast and actually his ho- his co-host was also there as well. And his co-host was like, oh my God, let me follow you on TikTok. Like, girl, you're amazing. We just had such good talks and I love Courtney. Also, his line was huge too. He was given fucking five out of five star. Like he had good, inter- good interactions with absolutely everyone. You could tell he was up. Everyone loved him. Um, Daniel as well. I was hanging out with Daniel the whole weekend, but Daniel was amazing too. I literally, I asked him to take a video for me because I'm like, if I'm ever sad one day, can you make a video for me? Uh, And he sat there and made like a 30 second video and he was like, Rise and shine, bitch. I know you're kind of going through it, but we ain't going to do this because you a badass bitch. Your name's Champagne. You're going to get on Big Brother. You're going to be that bitch and you're always going to be that bitch. Do what you got to do to get to where you need to go. And if you keep acting like this, I'm going to fucking fight you. Be that bitch. I love you. Rambling on, like being a motivational speaker for me. And I was like, I love that for him. Uh, no, I just had such good interactions with all the circle people. They were phenomenal. Uh, and then from The Amazing Race, I met uh, Haley and uh, K- uh, Kaylin, and they were phenomenal as well. I absolutely adored them. P- super nice, super professional. And I remember on The Amazing Race, their backstory was saying like how they moved out at 15 and 14 years old. 15 and 14 and moved out and I was asking them like oh what happened and she just they were saying how like they went through a lot of like trouble with their family you know like heart like very humble beginnings you know what I mean like and they're doing so well right now just such an inspiration love them and you know what by the time Survivor came around came around I was dead and I don't know what it was about me do you remember Brett from Millennial versus Mm -hmm. Gen X Mm -hmm. he was the first person I went to I was like, yes, Brett. Really? I mean, he, he was—he seemed like an awesome, fun guy. I feel like I would want to meet him, too. No, he's an awesome, fun guy. And also, he was on The Amazing Race. Uh, actually, no, I take that back. Sandra was the first one I met because I knew Sandra was going to have such a huge line. And I met Sandra at the bar, you know, the last night. So I knew Sandra knew who I was. So I went to Sandra immediately. And then after that... So wait, about Sandra, I got to ask you this question. So she is on this upcoming season of Australian Survivor, in case you guys didn't know that. So... I'm curious, she had probably just filmed the season because that show lasts like 50 days and it was filming in the fall. So the fact that she was there, how was she looking? Give us the info. Did she look skinny? Yes, absolutely. Mm. She definitely looked like she lost weight. Mind you, I don't know exactly her weight before going on Australian Survivor, but she definitely looked very thin. Interesting. Not like super, super thin, but you know what I mean? She looked thin. At least we know she's not the first boot then. 
<laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, I could see her as a, uh, I tried to ask her about it low-key, but she was like, yeah, I can't tell you. <laughs> yeah, probably on NDA. I was trying to get some insider info. And then, uh, yeah, I went to Brett. I started talking about The Amazing Race. He started telling me all about it. Like, don't tell me how it ends. Don't tell me how far he makes it. I don't want to hear I it. I won't, but he started telling me, like, all the cool places he went, like, his favorite place, like, everything about it he said like you literally don't get to eat because it's like you're in a race and it's all day long and I'm like oh like how do you guys eat and he's like well if you stop and eat you're gonna waste your time you know what I mean and he says like he they hardly get any sleep like they're just it, it's just crazy and um met Lauren Ashley back she was amazing phenomenal I met Davey too and Davey made that TikTok of Lauren and I which I absolutely am in love with that TikTok you know what TikTok I'm talking about where it TikTok royalty right here, man. I love it. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Davey made that, and I'm like, oh my god. And I didn't even get a picture with Davey. I felt so bad. But I was just so tired by that time because I already spent, you know, so I was already up for at least like five hours at this point. So um, it was kind of funny, though. You know, Sarah. Um, Sarah Lucina? From Survivor, Kagayan, Game Changers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Everyone was boycotting her <gasps> because she's a Trump supporter. Oh, really? <laughs> everyone. Nobody went into her thing? No, not oh, really. Oh, my God. Because everyone was like, we're not we're not supporting a Trump that supporter. That was just like a talk among the fans, like to not go talk to her? <gasps> yeah, pretty much. Jeez, that is brutal. Was she like a public outspoken Trump supporter? Yeah, she would post on her like Instagram and like social media and stuff like wow. that. You know who also is a Trump supporter? I mean, probably so many. Um, a lot of people. people that probably aren't as upfront about, but I remember Sierra. Did you ever watch Survivor Blood vs. Water? Ew, the one that voted on her mom. Yeah. <laughs> How could you forget? She voted on her mom. Literally. That, that was such a bad... Like, literally, her mom's gonna get voted out regardless. I would've done the same thing. So, like, what was the move? I would've done the same thing. <laughs> sorry, mom. Oh, my God. Um, but, okay. So, I know this is getting long. I'm sorry. But I, like, categorized... Just... I'll make this brief. I got... Oh! Oh, my God. I didn't even talk about this. So, the funniest part was... So, during the challenge event, I'm looking around, and I'm only seeing Marie and Mark. And I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, where's Fessy, Josh, and Nelson? Like, they're supposed to be at this event. And during the whole, the challenge portion, they didn't show up. So I'm like, oh, T, something happened. And so they ended up coming to the Survivor event an hour later. And I'm like, oh, I was looking for you guys. Like, where were you? And they were like, yeah, like, they didn't tell us what time it was at. I was like, that is such BS. They just, they slept in. They were crossed. They were drunk. They were, you know, had a hangover or whatever. When I tell you I had the best interaction with Fessy, not to mind you guys, I'm on Fessy's official Instagram. Um, can you say that about yourself? No, you can't. You're, you <laughs> I are, just that was you crazy. are, you, you double back real quick. Let's roll the tapes from <laughs> your, your previous Stop. TikToks hating Stop. on him. Can you say you're on Fessy's Instagram? Oh, you want to flex that? So bad. But you're going to double back. You're such a fake fan. Don't even. You hate, you, you posted, know what? You posted outward content hating on him. I met now, him in person. Were you on Fessy's Instagram? Mm. Mm. <laughs> okay. You know what? Opinions can change. And I literally had such a great... It was very intimidating because Fessy is very tall. He's very built. Um, I was definitely very starstruck. Um, very starstruck. Um, I was very intimidated. I had the best interaction with him. So basically what I asked Fessy, Nelson, and Josh to do is, you know, I'm the daughter of the year award. I had asked them, hey, my dad can't be here, but 
you know, they had these things where you could like write a note and sign. I was like, can you write a note to my dad? And so Fessy comes up with like, hey, Jason, that's my dad's name. He goes, let me know when you want this smoke in a hall brawl. Fessy. To your dad? Like that's literally, yeah. That's funny. And then and then Josh said something like, uh, dear Champagne and Jason, um, thanks for all the love for the pots and pans, team meatballs. I thought that was pretty clever. And then Nelson wrote like, hey, Jason, um, it's your boy Scubanelli. I'm your ride or die. It was just super funny. No, I had great interactions with all of them. Josh was strikingly handsome. When he smiled at me, I thought it was love at first sight. Um, You're ridiculous. You are ridiculous. Listen, she, for everybody, for everybody listening, once this happened, she would not... Once again, doubling back so quick. Was a Josh hater like two Stop. weeks ago. Go listen to our last challenge podcast. Was a hater. Then when she meets him, she's all thirsting over him so bad. You're ridiculous. She she texted me. She goes, Leith, I cannot... Like, it's like three days after the event. She goes, Leith, like, I cannot stop thinking about Josh. Like, I'm just obsessed with him. No. So he smiled at me, and I was so starstruck. And I was like, oh my god, your smile is so, like... What is it? Conta- Wait, no. Affection. Contagious. Wait, no. What is that word? Contagious. Oh, no. I said you had the most affectionate smile. That's what I said. And he looks at me, and he goes, that is, like, the nicest compliment I could ever receive. And I was like, ah! <laughs> You're absolutely ridiculous. You're absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> I'm so starstruck. Um, I know I made sure I spent a lot of time with Fessy, Josh, and Nelson. And that's what made me realize I love the challenge the most. Because out of everything, I was so excited to meet the challenge people. Mm. And oh, also, when I met Nelson, he was so cool. Like, you could tell he was very engaged in the conversation. He had actual substance to talk about. You know what I mean? Where it's like... Yeah, not just like service level. No, he had so much substance to talk about. He was talking about the challenge. And I told him, because <laughs> my dad loves Nelson. So I asked him to make this video for my dad. And I'll actually, I'll play the clip. Yo, what's up, Jason? It's your boy MTV Nelly T from TYB MTV The Challenge, baby. We are here, and I thank you for the support. I'm here with your daughter. She is beautiful. And Jason, I'm your ride or die. Let's go. And then he had such a great interaction with me. He ended up posting me on his actual Instagram story. You remember that? Uh-huh. I was on Nelson's actual Yeah, you were Instagram popping. Story. You were popping on the social media. You I were, was. You were on Nelson. He tagged you were me on too. Daniel, I think I saw you on his story once. You were on Fessy. You were on... Yeah, I was on Daniel's You were on Lauren Ashley Beck's story. You were on Davey's TikTok. You were everywhere. Yeah. You were you being a mogul out here. Oh, I it was business work. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> but no, uh, I had the... Honestly, I would say out of everyone, I was so starstruck by... Fe- Fessy, Josh, and Nell. I just absolutely fell in love with their personalities. I just had such a great interaction with them. All right, so that's it for that. I probably am missing a lot, but I kind of categorized. I'll make it quick. Strikingly beautiful. Now, I have to tell you, Aza is the most beautiful person I think I've ever seen on this earth. Aza, her skin tone, she is just shining. She's glowing. Aza is, and and she's so tall and she was wearing heels and just felt so powerful. She is gorgeous. Now, number two, Sarah Beth. She is so strikingly beautiful. I... Really? That's a surprise. 
Not that not that I'm saying not no hate to Sarah Beth at all. But like, I'm just I'm just saying the fact that you noted it you so hate her? much. No no no, I'm just saying the fact that you noted it so much that she was that beautiful is interesting. No, I like her eyes were so stunning. And just like the way she presented herself, she was like immediately gave me a hug, was so friendly. She was just so, so gorgeous. Um and then number three, uh, Josh. <laughs> I don't want to hear a single more word I had about to say this. that. I've heard enough. Josh? I've heard enough about Josh. No, he's so handsome, though. Like, compared to TV, he is so handsome in person. I never would have thought I said that, but Josh is so handsome in person. Anyways, let's go on. Nicest. This is someone I was genuinely very taken back by. Xavier, Kylan, and Portia. Mm, interesting. I mean, yeah, Portia was trying to hook you up, for sure. I'm mad at you that you didn't get her phone number. What the hell are they even get for your phone no. number? I asked her to come on the podcast, don't, don't worry about it, but I was very taken back at the amount of effort they tried to get to know about my life. Uh, they were extremely um, interactive with me. Like, I was just very taken back by Xavier, Kylan, and Portia. I have absolutely every kind word in the universe to say about them. Now, people I take a bullet for, this is a whole different category, Bunky from BB2, I would take a bullet for that man any day, any day. Donnie. Donnie, I would take a bullet for. I absolutely love Donnie. Shoe bomb. I love shoe bomb. That, that, that one too. I wasn't surprised by that because shoe bomb just seems like a really down to earth person. Like everyone loves shoe bomb. So I wasn't really surprised by that. But when I tell you out of everyone, I hung out with Daniel the most. If I had to say a second person, I hung out with Shubham the most. Other than Daniel, Shubham was kind of like my go-to. And Courtney. I would take a bullet for Courtney as well. Love them. Now, um, I'm getting to the rudest category. Um, this is a little Ooh. bit tea here. Um, are we surprised? Um, Derek F. Ooh, really? Um, yeah. That d- did not surprise me at all. He seemed like he was just there to party. He wasn't there for the fans. He really just didn't care. And in a way, I respect it. You know what I mean? If he doesn't fake it, and I respect it, but if you're at an <laughs> event to meet fans, you should at least interact with them. Um, Every time um, I would try to interact with him, he wouldn't interact with me, wouldn't look at me. Um, and then that goes into Frenchie. Now, Frenchie was really close to Rachel and Chelsea, and I don't know what exactly the, was the, said. The beef roommates. I don't know exactly what was said. But because of the interaction I had with Frenchie, um, I would try to talk to him and he would walk away. He would make eye con- he wouldn't look at me. He was extremely, extremely rude. Um, yeah, Frenchie was a no for me. And then this one's gonna surprise you as well. Tiffany. Now <gasps> Yeah, that one's gonna surprise you. So I already talked about it one time. Um I asked her where she lived. She said Birmingham and then walked away. Um not only did I have that one interaction with her, I had two other times where I was trying to start a conversation and she walked away. Um <laughs> so Whatever, I'm sure you deserved it. Tiffany does no wrong. Like and at and actually I found out that her son Christian was there. So to an extent, I totally understand that she's busy. But um, uh, we are really close to the school I go to. I go to Oakland University. So I was like, hey, do you know Oakland University? And she goes, yeah. And I'm like, I actually go there. Like, that's that's my college. Like, I was trying to get to, like, know, like, where, like, like if she has any connections. Because we're literally 30 minutes away from each other. So I was trying to get that kind of connection going. Like, we're from Michigan, suburbs of Detroit. Um, as soon as I said that, um, she walked away. 
like super weirdly. Like I just said I was from Oakland. She walked away. Like I <laughs> don't understand it. She doesn't even have the time to pretend to care about you. I don't understand it. I love it. that. That is so funny. It was funny. one of those things where in my head I felt like I was so, so, so excited to meet Tiffany. I love Tiffany. I rooted for her the entire season. And then just to multiple interactions. Oh, I also, I asked her to be in my TikTok and she said no. <laughs> so, so. I respect the, the the bluntness and the honesty. I respect it. Uh, at least Derek F was in my TikTok. Bing bong. Oh, oh, Ew, I got to talk about TikTok. this too. I got to talk about this too. So I was going around to different big brother people, the amazing race. I was trying to get everyone to be in my TikTok because I made, I had made multiple. I went up to Nicole Anthony from BB21 and I asked her, can you just say bing bong for my TikTok? And she was like, I don't know what that means. And I'm like, oh, it's just an audio on TikTok. Like, it's just like a meme. And she goes, no, I don't feel comfortable saying that. And I was like, what? <laughs> so she literally denied being in my TikTok. So that was definitely very weird to me. Like, it was just bing bong. You know what I mean? And then I, I literally asked Sarah Beth to be in it. I asked... You know, honestly, I really I really respect that because what if it was, like, something offensive? And she's Okay, she's come on. No. She's on TikTok. She knows that audio. Like, you cannot pretend Who? to tell me Nicole yeah Anthony? she's on tiktok she's very active mm, she kind of she's she's busy being a preschool teacher and i don't i mean i don't blame her because i mean like what if that was a slur that she didn't know but i was literally going around to everyone i don't know it was very evident that it was for fun you know what i mean it was a fun interaction thing i got hannah to do i got Brittany to do i got tommy to do i got jessica to do it i got so many people i got shoe bomb to do i got cliff fucking cliff to do it also i made that tiktok where i had everyone put on the glasses i'm trying to think of anything else no i think i think i got a clear pretty clear weekend of how or a pretty clear idea is there of anything you went. were surprised about no honestly this all but besides tiffany being rude to you but i think she was just being blunt she had places to be she's a busy woman so <laughs> Derek f being a little rude doesn't surprise me the fact that kylan and xavier were hanging out surprised me a little bit but i guess i guess xavier had that summer for tk he didn't really well, he wasn't the one to hold a grudge oh I guess, actually so. so after the whole meet and greet we had this thing called starry nights and it was like a light show at give kids the world we were walking around and we ended up staying there a little late at like the the cast went and got a shuttle bus home i was driving home with alia so i didn't need the shuttle bus so everyone was on the shuttle bus and kylan stayed extra to kind of clean up and help everyone like he was with omar oh that's nice yeah, he was with omar like clean up and so we're just walking it's alia me her boyfriend amanda and a couple other fans and kyla's right next to me and we're just talking we're walking to like through this event because everyone else has left and like kyla and i are literally just hanging out so casually it was just all so weird as a fan to be like this is a dream but it was all so casual you know what i mean like it just felt like we, we've been friends and, like, we didn't just meet. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Kyland, yeah. Xavier, super amazing. Portia was super amazing. I loved Bunky, Donnie, Shoebomb, Courtney. I had really, really good interactions. And I hope... And Hannah Chata followed me on TikTok. So what can I say? Mm. Okay, well... That was great to hear about the weekend. I love... My favorite part was when you ended up on the reality TV star bus. That's my favorite part, personally. <laughs> Everyone was like, who um, is her? <laughs> 
So, looking forward to the future of our podcast. Actually, a big milestone we just passed, we didn't talk about earlier. We just hit a year of starting this podcast. Our first episode was posted on January 1st, 2021. So, that's pretty awesome. Um, What can I say? So, we have a new series we want to put out starting next week. It's going to be, or the week after next, um, it's going to be called Unpopular Opinions for each season of each show that we like. So, um, Champagne got a lot of hate on Twitter Oops. recently for her unpopular opinions. So we'll talk about that on those episodes. Um, what else? We really want to interview people. All these people that Champagne met, she's been telling me that she's going to get them on our podcast. So I want to Stay talk tuned. to them. I I'm waiting them. for Champagne to get them on this I podcast. Um, who? You know what? Oh my God, you guys know it's so embarrassing. I don't want to like call anybody out, but Do it. Tiffany from, from Survivor 41, she told us, she joined me in Champagne's Alive a while ago and was like, Oh yeah, I totally want to come on your guys' podcast once Survivor 41 finishes airing. But then, I was all in her DMs, and then she was like, yeah, sure, I'll for sure come on, like, what are the details? And I asked for her email or her phone number to contact her out of TikTok DMs, and she just ghosted me. So embarrassing. Maybe it's because it's so hard, because they have to go through CBS, and you know how you told me that, so maybe that's the reason. Yeah, but she just, she just, she just didn't respond. I just wanted to point out there that I was a little bit bullish, <laughs> because I love Tiffany. And t- I guess I deserve it, because Tiffany can do no wrong, so yeah. my bad. Sorry, Tiffany. Um, well, that wraps up Champagne's experience at the Hearts of Reality event. You got any questions for her that I didn't ask her? Shoot her a DM, shoot her a comment on her TikTok page. Uh, let us know your thoughts about her experience. I know, I feel like I talked a million miles an hour, and I feel like I honestly was talking so much I probably missed like 10,000 details. Um, But we have a lot of content coming your way, so make sure you subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. If you like what we've made so far, leave us a review on Apple Podcast with your feedback. We love hearing from you guys. So you guys can find me on TikTok at Lath and Champagne at All Things Reality. Uh, if you guys have any requests or comments, you can shoot us an email at allthingsrealitypodcast.com. Thank you for tuning in. We will see you next week with another episode.